Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed. A podcast on the Lughole Network, and we got a solo episode this week. Uh, next two weeks, maybe, at least next week, we're going to have a Halloween episode. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, I guess I'll tease out a little bit. Next week, I'm having Rory Patrick back on the show. We're talking about Halloween playlists. Very exciting. Did a Halloween episode back in 2019 when the show first started. Uh, And, you know, I like doing themed episodes. I like tying things to holidays. And I think, uh, you know, there's there's so many great Halloween songs. So uh, we'll we'll tease that one out a little bit. Um, But, yeah, just wanted to do a quick check-in. My life has been very busy lately. So I haven't gotten to listen to a lot, a lot of new music. But um, I have gotten to listen to some stuff, some stuff that I'm not as familiar with. I've gotten to a few shows, so I'm going to talk about a few of those. Um, I also might take a little bit of a break uh, at the end of October, beginning of November, because I will be moving (laughs) very excitedly. Um, Yeah, I'm moving to Queens, so might just take a little bit of time to, you know, get settled, get stuff in. I feel like things are going to be a little bit hectic when the time comes to make the move. So I just kind of want to, you know, give a preface for the regular listeners, for the fans, for everyone. Um, Yeah, you know, I (laughs) am very excited, and I'm I have some great episodes banked still. Um, I have a few special episodes I want to do towards the end of the year, Um, you know, and I'm very excited about it. But, you know, so there might be, you know, maybe like two to three weeks. I don't want it to be a month, but could push it a little bit where uh, there might not be a new episode for a little bit. But, you know, just think of it like a a season break almost. (laughs) Um, But yeah, anyway, before I get into some of the stuff that I've been listening to, uh, follow me on all my social medias. I'm James P. Crowley on Instagram, James P. Crowley on TikTok, James P. Crowley 68 on Twitter. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Follow the podcast on Instagram, James Crowley's Infinite Playlist. Um, But yeah, so let's get into it. My first pick... (laughs) is a weird one. It's uh, Pastor T.L. Barrett and the Youth for Christ Choir doing Like a Ship. We don't talk a lot about <laughs> religious music on this show, but or we do. I don't even know. Um, explicitly religious music. Um, I saw that uh, Pastor T. L. Barrett 
got a review in Pitchfork, and I saw that he was the uh, person that was sampled on Kanye West's song, Father Stretch My Hands. And I was like, oh, I like that song. I like that sample. I will check this out. And, like, it's a full collection of all his music that's been made available. I assume it's all his music. If not, it's a lot of it. So... I gave this thing a listen, and I was, like, blown away. This, I believe, is the first track on the whole compilation. And it really just kind of throws you into what you can expect. It's very much so, very soulful, very lively, but very reverent. You know, you get sort of the feeling that you're in a church and that, you know, people are kind of playing off of each other and, like trying to get more of a feel for what, you know, we're all just kind of doing this thing, and it has those big religious undertones, and there's a lot of worship and praise, and I really, I really enjoy that. Uh, Further on this album, there's more stuff that's, like, more, like, civil rights-oriented that I think is super cool, and I don't know, I really enjoy this. I think that if you like, like, soul music and gospel music and stuff that's, like, a little bit funky, you know, I think that this is the record for you. I I really enjoyed it. Um, We're gonna go to something completely different now, and my second pick is a song called Star by a rapper named Midwest. I don't necessarily think that this is like one of the best songs of the year. I don't even know if I'll listen to it anymore after this episode of the podcast comes out. But um, I saw that this rapper had an album or a mixtape out. I don't know if it was in my, like, Apple Music, like, new releases, or if it was on, like, Pitchfork getting a review. But I'm a sucker for people with X's in their name. I don't know what that is. Um, But I was like, oh, his name is Midwest. And But instead of Midwest being spelled with an E, it's spelled with an X. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, this guy's a rapper. Maybe he's like a SoundCloud rapper. Maybe he's like a Midwest emo SoundCloud rapper. There's nothing really Midwest emo about this. But I was listening to this, and it was very fun, very high energy, very, like, braggadocious. It has a funny line where it's like, I go like Pokemon, like, ah, I'm going to pull up this lyric. Just because, like, I, this is that is the one line. That has been getting stuck in my head over and over again. Um, it's uh, pulling this up on Genius right now. It is, 
I'm not a Pokemon, but I'm on go. And like, I think he says that a few times because he keeps keeps coming back to that Pokemon line. And I think that that's funny and silly and goofy. And I just really enjoy that. I There were a lot of moments on this album that I, you know, I was never like blown away, but I was like, this is fun. I feel this. You know, it's kind of like I was listening to the IndieCast podcast uh, and they were talking about Poison and he was like, yeah, I think it's kind of like fun party music. And that's what I think this is. So yeah, good on you, Mitch. West, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is Dancer by Shortly. Shortly, I love this band. Um, I saw them a few years ago opening for the Wonder Years, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And, you know, I would listen to them every now and then, but hadn't gone back. And then I checked out their newest album on a whim, which is also called Dancer. And I was floored. This was a very, very strong and very powerful album. Um, you know, I hadn't listened to anything prior to it being released, and I remembered seeing it, and I was like, all right, I'll get to that eventually. But I'm so glad that I checked this out because it is such a powerful album. And this song in particular, the title track, which I'm sure was released before the album, um, is in itself very powerful. You know, it's got kind of a lot of self-doubt and a lot of reflecting and a lot of reckoning with the mess you've made, which is kind of my favorite genre of music. Uh, I think because I spend a lot of time reckoning with the messes that I've made. Um, and there's a lot of like religious themes and there's a lot of, you know, like grappling with like a, a higher power. There's a lot of uh, thoughts about like addiction and eating disorders and things like that. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of this sort of sense of identity that not that she explores so well that like, you know, this whole you know, idea of I'm a dancer, even if I can't dance, is very thoughtful and very emotionally impacting to hear on this track. So I really enjoy it. I, uh, you know, I would definitely, you know, recommend listening to this whole freaking album. Um, on that note, though, this has been an incredibly, like, jerky podcast, I think, in the sense that, like, the first three songs all kind of clash with each other and i think that it gets a little bit more consistent from here on out so my next pick is uh weights by barty strange
know we love Barty's Strange on this podcast. Um, yeah, Barty's just put out the deluxe edition of Live Forever. Um, not very, I think he put it out last Friday. So, you know, he put out this track ahead of it, um, which I was very happy with. I really enjoyed it when it first came out because I'd been listening, I'd gone and I'd listened to some of like the stuff he'd featured on and some of the you know, other things he'd put out and like nothing had really struck me the same way that Live Forever had until he put out this. And I thought, oh, this is so cool. And it's so like powerful because it's like punky and like anthemic. And it has a lot of those elements that a lot of my favorite songs on Live Forever had. Um, But it's also very, you know, like, like, it almost reminds me of a U2 song to a degree. I think like that's something in his delivery, which I really, I really love. Um, you know, Bartiz, I think, bends genre better than anyone else. And I saw him at uh, the Mercury Lounge not very long ago. I saw him there about two weeks ago um, as part of his uh, GovBall After Dark set, even though it was a very early show. Um but it was such a such a great and powerful performance. I was so glad I got to see him. He was one of the artists that I was so excited to see because like Live Forever came out during the pandemic, and I was like, oh, this record rules! Like I'd gotten, I think I'd been sent in advance of it, and I didn't check it out until after the fact, and I was like, oh, this is amazing and like i'd listen to like the national covers and i was like these are cool you know i dig them but like i need to hear the originals and the originals <laughs> blew me away more than the national covers did and the national covers when he did them live were also very dope so i don't know i love barty strange i'm very excited that he's putting out more stuff i hope that maybe there's another record coming out by the end of this year maybe 2022 early 2022 um, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is Call Out by Joyce Manor. Yeah, I finally got to see Joyce Manor for the first time. I was so excited. I've never seen Joyce Manor. There have been tons of occasions that I've wanted to and I was supposed to, and then I just never got around to it. So um, they were supposed to play Central Park the same day as the Barty's Strange show, which it's funny in retrospect, if I had gone to the Barty's late show, I totally could have gone to Joyce Manor because Joyce Manor had a 10 p.m. curfew and they finished by like 9.30. So I definitely could have made it, which is hilarious. Um, I could have gone for the whole show. Um, but yeah, I love Joyce Manor. I love 
you know, this record, they did the self-titled front to back. Joyce Manor was the first band I really, like... Uh, they weren't the first band I wrote about, but they were the first band I wrote about for Atwood, who gave me such incredible opportunities, such so many things that like I've been so many pieces I've been excited about got published through Atwood. So I, you know, they this band is always going to have a special place in my heart. I told um, my buddy Taylor, who was at Joyce Manor, if uh, they if they did reversing machine i would quit music journalism which they didn't so i'm cool um but yeah it was such a great show they're like this generation's ramones each song is super short super punchy and you know they just bang it out super quick um but anyway let's keep on rolling along into my next song which is bury me tonight by safe face Sure hope so. Yeah, so I think I'd heard a little bit of Safe Face before. I really, I've been paying more attention to the band during this album cycle. And I've been, I pre-ordered the vinyl because it looks amazing. They sound great. Uh, Shout out, I think, I forget if it was Brooklyn Vegan or Consequence, but whoever wrote about it mentioned that they're a New Jersey band and they kind of sound like MCR and they're super theatrical. And I was like, oh, that sounds like it is for me. (laughs) And it's funny, I've played this band for Emmy a few times, and she's been like, oh, they sound exactly like MCR. Um, So yeah, they're super exciting, super fun. I have really enjoyed everything that I've listened to. I've gone back, and I've started exploring their back catalog a little bit more, and that also, like you know blows my mind but i'm very excited about this record it comes out later this month um so if i don't have hopefully by the time i'm done with my break with and i come back with another solo episode you'll uh you'll have me talking about yet another safe face song because i'm i'm super excited i really really am looking forward to hearing this but anyway let's roll on in to i think this is the first ever song i don't know how to pronounce on the podcast um, it's Muyaya by Illuminati Hotties.
Yeah, I, uh, I've been listening to this record a little bit. I still have to finish listening to it. I've, I've generally enjoyed the Illuminati hotties. Um, this is, uh, one person, Sarah, I forget her name. I should Google that. Um, but it's one person, her name's Sarah, um, really kind of doing everything really more as like a solo artist, Sarah Tudson. I knew that, um, but super cool kind of like experimental, like genre jumping singer songwriter, you know, punk DIY. I don't know what to call her them, um, but this is such a cool record and song. I really liked this song in particular, mainly for the DNC call out, um, you know, which feels much more relevant now because there's a lot of arguing between like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, and not between them, but from them amongst Democrats. Um, and it's funny, I was watching Face the Nation this morning. I watched SNL last night and I'm just like infuriated at like Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. So, you know, having a song like this to give voice to that is incredibly powerful and incredibly, you know, exciting. And I'm glad to have, and it's nice to hear it in an indie rock context. But anyway, we're going to roll this on home with something a little bit uh, different, a little bit more mellow. Last song is Midnight Train to Georgia by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit featuring Britney Spencer and John Paul White. excited about Jason Isbell's Georgia Covers EP, LP, um, even though I don't, I it, none of the artists or songs are songs that I'm super familiar with, but that's totally, I'm always game for new Jason Isbell music, you know, it's pretty simple, I saw Jace, Jason Isbell was the last of my most recent concerts that I saw, I saw him at Pier 17, which is an amazing and dope, um, you know, concert venue. I've never been to a show there. I want to go to more shows there just because it's so cool. Um, but yeah, I they first released Driver 8 by R.E.M. And I was listening to this one, and I like this. I love this take on the track. It's classic. I believe it's a Gladys Knight song originally, and Britney Spencer's voice is just incredible. I love that it's a Jason Isbell song, and he does not take the lead on it. I like the fact that it's, you know put in a putting a woman front and center putting you know Britney Spencer up front having her do you know carry the track in such an incredibly powerful way you know Jason Isbell people kind of tend to think of as like you know a rock guy or a country guy you know kind of like a singer songwriter like a Bruce Springsteen or like a Chris Stapleton type person um I don't like Chris Stapleton <laughs> that was just the first thing that I thought of um 
but you know people think of him as like this kind of like genre bending artist or like this super respectable artist and he is he's super cool he's super great at everything he does you know but you know you don't necessarily think of him doing a soul song doing like a really like thoughtful classic song you know where this is just so powerful to get to hear and that's why I wanted to close out on it I heard it for the first time today and I was like holy shit this is incredible you know when I saw Jason Isbell a few uh a few weeks ago uh, I saw him the day after I saw Barty Strange and I was like oh god I wish that I was seeing I wish that he did this one you know he closed with Decoration Day which ruled but imagine if he did this he'd been bringing out Britney Spencer to do uh, excuse me wow that was bad <laughs> he'd bringing out Britney Spencer to do Rolling Stones covers and I was hoping for one of those I was hoping for Gimme Shelter and when they did Decoration Day I was like this is even better even more exciting but now I'm like oh I wish they did this because this would have been amazing but anyway that's everything I've been listening to this week you guys Halloween episode next week uh and then maybe a little bit of a break um but yeah this was fun and uh Looking forward to jamming out with you next time. Bye. This has been a Lughole Podcast. <laughs>